When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Joining us now, uh, a man who played many games for Auckland and the All Blacks, Sir John Kerwin. G'day, JK. How are you doing? Outstanding. The Blues won. Why wouldn't I be good? <laughs> Happy as Larry, mate. Happy as Larry. Hey, I, 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 I did have to ask you um, about the Blues and how you think they're travelling. I mean, the way they lost that game to the Canes last week and the way they made some poor decisions in the last sort of 10 minutes of the game last night against the Chiefs, are they fit enough, do you think? Is that an issue? Yeah, no, it's not fitness at all. I think last week they played with so much more confidence for 70 minutes and then the last 10 probably hit their confidence. So what I saw yesterday from the Blues was probably a tentative performance, lacking that out-and-out confidence that they showed for 70 last week. And so it was a combination. You know, I don't think they were as as, um, fast or as accurate yesterday at times like they were in the first game against the Hurricanes. Now, I think the last 10 minutes of the Hurricanes really hit their confidence. Now, I think what happened yesterday was... Um, late, they panicked a bit. They got under pressure, and and Marshall will know what's pressure's like. It does strange things to you, and, and it nearly, you know, it nearly cost them. So for me, the 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 performance yesterday will hopefully get them back to being confident. I mean, that's a that's a good chief side, you know. That's a that's a really good one. We we thought yesterday that it'd go down to the wire. I thought Sam Kane was outstanding. Vitalik was outstanding. Weber was outstanding for the Chiefs. So it's not as if they played poorly. Um, so that's a really good win. I mean, if you ask anybody in the competition at the moment if they'd be happy to beat the Chiefs, they would, no matter how you got there. JK, thanks for joining us on uh, Cigar and Pizza Sunday. In fact, I thought I'd get you on early enough that you didn't go on to after Cigar and Pizza Grappa. So... Uh, <laughs> you, you'll be you'll be making sense at the stage of the afternoon, so that was my, my, my reason for getting you on this early. But um, tell me, where whereabouts on that uh, blues train? What carriage are you sitting on at the moment? Are you sitting firmly at the front and and believing that it's going to stay on its tracks, or uh, you're sort of slightly heading towards the rear? Well, I, I just think that the Crusaders, you know, your old team, Marshy, has started so well. I think. You know what uh, you know what they like when they get a bit of a bee in their bonnet, and I think losing last year, even though the circumstances were were strange, um, you know they they wouldn't be happy about that. I see them as in really good form. We need to keep our players well. Great to see Bowden back out there. Bowden came out there, you know, and if Bowden had been on the field last week, would the last ten minutes have been different? I think so. I think yes. Um, Sad that Rogers got a bit of a ding. We'll wait and see how bad that is. But I think the depth of your squad and, you know, how you can grind out a win, um, you know, for me is positive. So I'm, I'm right up the front. 
Marshy, I'm right up the front, mate. I'm sitting in business class like when you travel. So I'm right up the front. Um, and I'm up the front because I, I think that, you know, I can't believe that people saying oh, it, was a, it, was a, it was a tough win yesterday and they nearly lost it. That was the Chiefs, mate. That was the Chiefs, you know. They had All Blacks all over the park. They brought All Blacks on and Anton Leonard-Brown. You know, that's a very good Chiefs side that played really well. So that's a great win yesterday. So, yeah, I'm... I'm uh, I'm I'm confident that we're going to be there or thereabouts. Now, are the Crusaders probably the favourites again? Yeah, I just think they're playing exceptionally well. And they've got some good depth in their squad. You know, they're, they're bringing young guys in. And some sort of second second year or third year All Blacks, we'll call them, like Will Jordan, are really starting to, to, to shine every week. So, yeah, I'm right up the front, Marcy. Business class with you, mate. Champagne in the hand. We're all good. <laughs> well, definitely have to be a free ticket or air points for you to be in business class. I know that much. But um, <laughs> hey, look, you you made uh, the transition between both codes, um, and like defensively, there are different requirements. Like you really turn in, don't you, in rugby league, and you you smack the man, and you don't really think too much about drift. How do you, how have you like different positions? Obviously, seeing um, two of us are checking at twelve. What have you made of his transition at the moment, and what do you see as being a couple of his main problems in making that switch, particularly defensively from rugby league to rugby? I think it's oh, a really good question, Marshall. I think there's three different things. So for me, rugby league is uh, one-dimensional in the sense that everything's in front of you. You're going back and forth, so it's like a shuttle run. Really difficult, but things are very much straight in front of you. There's often plays where you um, have players running at you, but you have to decide between a couple of players. Um, that's the first point. The, the, the second point of rugby union, it's three-dimensional. So you're pushing, you're pushing up, you're pushing across. You've got guys inside you talking. You've got a lot of things going around you. And that's also in mixed play. Um, you know, and rugby union also, once you've affected the tackle, there are another three or four competencies that you have to do. In rugby league, you tackle... Um, you know, and you hold the guy down as long as you can, get up, get back your five yards or, or ten yards, whatever it is. This is not a criticism, this is just an observation. I think the biggest thing um, for Roger is I don't think he's going to have any trouble adapting. It'll take some time because you have to live those moments when you're drifting from the centre to the fullback or from the second five to the centre and there's a winging coming in. You have to see those pictures a lot. For, for your decision making to become natural. The other thing I think with Roger is outstanding defender and cutting down times from fullback in the Warriors, but normally from a line break, right? Um, now, what's happening with Roger yesterday, and I think the Chiefs did it on purpose, mate. They just ran down his channel, right? They tried to isolate him with some, with some, um, you know, with some dummies, and then just ran down his channel. So yesterday he got put, he probably made more tackles yesterday, you know, than he'd make in five or six games in rugby league. Because how often did you see Roger make an outstanding um, cover defence tackle in rugby league? But he wasn't making 15 to 20 tackles a day. He was making four, right? So that repetition of defence and decision making is really tiring. Now when I say the Chiefs did that on purpose, I think they ran down his channel to tire him out. So that he so that he wouldn't wouldn't uh, have much left on attack, but there was one, and you you remember it, um, 
Marsha, because you love the finer arts of, of the game. But there was one yeah. action on the right-hand side yesterday where he absolutely was one-on-one with Tupo, I think, and he just, um, he just stepped him, accelerated on the outside, got him between two guys, and then gave it to, to Rico, who, who was you know, in, the, in, the, in the Chiefs' wing um, jam pretty well, and that pass wasn't completed. But how often, how, how many times lately have you seen just an outside break like that? So if we can keep him healthy, I think he's got so much to offer the game. Um, but as you know, second five and centre is the most critical positions yeah. for your defensive line. So we don't need him having four or five weeks off. Uh, we need him playing every week if, if he's going to make the All Blacks. And I've seen enough already that you'd put him in the squad because um, he's got that X factor. Wow, that's awesome. That's good news and, and good to hear. And I, and I totally agree with you and probably indicative of why he's got a dicky shoulder now because he had to make so many front-on tackles as well, like usually they're side-on when you're, when you're defending in the outside where you can sh- sort of sh- shuffle people to the sideline, but they were coming straight at him. And, and I remember that instance too, which he made that step and that little um, opportunity for Rico. They should have finished that. Um, another area of expertise for you, mate, uh, is... Wing play. What have you made of, like, by, by his own admission, and I think everyone saw it last year, including the All Blacks, was a pretty average year for Caleb Clark. He, he took a gamble with the sevens. Um, how have you how have you seen him coming back into the mix? And in general, the balance of that Auckland back three, so so important, and they gave Pierre Feta a chance at fullback as well. Yeah, I thought I thought put a fucker. I mean, just stay there, son. With a, you know, because everyone's saying, "What are you? A ten? You're a 15? But he looked really good yesterday. He looked good when he came on late. Um, he he probably brought a little bit too in, too much energy when he came on late against the Canes last week. But I thought he was exceptional um, yesterday, and that kick that he made was unbelievable. So I'd say, look, stay at fullback, son. You're looking good there. Um, there's probably a, sp- a, a spot available at the moment for competition at least with uh, Zahn, you know, possibly showing a little inexperience, um, you know, because of his age. He'll, he'll come right. Um, Caleb looks fantastic, mate. I was behind him yesterday. Um, he was doing this sort of warm-up with, with the music playing over the loud speaking. It was sort of I don't know what it was. He called it bump or something. I don't know. But he, he, he looked bloody good. He's got some rhythm, the man. But he just looks really good, Marcia. You know, he's, um, he's fit and he's strong. He's got an amazing power base. You know, he's got a big mully. Um, and you know what that's like when, when, uh, when you're stepping off the outside channel on the inside shoulder. So yesterday, a couple of times, the thing I liked about him was there was a hard run to make and he made it. Stepped off his um, left foot attack the inside shoulder and he's always making that advantage line in tight situations which is but they are um yards of gold because you get wide you know and if he can get four or five yards over just with strength then all your ball runners that are coming to do the pods they're all on side they're all running onto it you don't have to go backwards to reset and then the try he scored was not easy you know it's a bouncy ball and you know, the all-black skipper, who I thought had an exceptional game yesterday, snapped him, mate. Like, put a really good shot on him. And this is the all-black captain that couldn't stop him. So I think, if you think about balance, and I don't know, maybe I'm a bit old school like you, Marcia, but I like, a ba- I like balance, you know. I like, yeah. I like a second five that's a bit stronger that can take it up and then one that can dance. 
Um, and I like wings like Will Jordan at the moment and Caleb Clark on the wings would be for me be a great balance. You know, you're not going to get Will coming in and, and bashing and, and smashing forwards and but he's that finesse guy, he's that chip kick guy, he's that out and out speed. Where with Caleb, if the forwards are getting tired and he's coming off his wing around that ruck, I think he could be devastating. So, you know, I, I think I think early in your career, when you when you hit a few issues and you've got to show some resilience, and you know he he, he suffered some tough times. It didn't work out as planned last year, and I think um, he's come back, lost, uh, you know, got fit, and he looks good. You're too good, J.K. You're way too good at what you do because you pretty much, in a nutshell, got to my next question. But I'll halfway ask it anyway. You mentioned the All Blacks and their back three, and let's be perfectly honest, it's been all over the shop in the recent couple of years they've we switched me to Seve Reese and George Bridge. They've had Rico Iwani on the wing. They've shifted Will Jordan there. Then they had the Geordie Barrett on the right wing. Um Lestifying Anukus had a pretty good couple of years. Um you've you've mentioned, you know, Caleb Clark, Will Jordan balance could be quite good. Uh is there anyone else that comes into the mix in your mind um that the All Blacks will be looking at? And and to a degree I'm probably asking you what do you make of Fying Anuku is, is he because we haven't had anyone like Julian Savia, have we? Since Julian lost his mojo, lost his mojo, but when he was playing that style of game, that big, strong, but beating players on the outside wing play, nobody's really replicated that again in that position. Would that be fair? Yeah, that's fair. I think your first point is the biggest point. Um, we have a absolute. Um, wealth of talent but i think it's starting to play to our detriment right i would really like to see this all black side settle i would like mm. them to go this is our team and we're going to play them you know when you look at you know when you look at um the french side you know when you look at their amazing nine and ten combo they just play together they play together all the time Intermac and and, and um, you know, that, for me, for me, that's what yeah, Dupont. That's what we. That's what we need in this All Black team. Unfortunately, like who do you leave out? It's not that they aren't good enough, the other guys. But I still think you know what it's like, Marshall. You just get a feel. Sometimes you can run, and I, I guess this would be the same for you when you played with an eight and you played with a ten. You just yep. know what they're thinking. You just know what they're doing. You know, when I was playing. Um, I, didn't have to, I didn't even have to look for Michael Jones when him and I were playing together. I just knew that he was there. Sometimes I would pass blind. I was so, in, in a traffic situation, I was so confident. So this is my problem. And look, it's not, it's not a criticism, Marshy, because shit, it's hard, right? Who is it? Will mm. Jordan? Caleb Clark? Who is it? You know, but I would really like to see them go, right, Georgie Barrett is our best 15. Okay? Boom. Done. Mm-hmm. And we're going to play Will Jordan, and we're going to play Caleb. And look, centre, I think, is the biggest issue because we've got all these players now. But I really think it's going to be to our detriment not being able to try some sort of combinations. So we've got 18 test matches, mate. 18, right? Yeah. 18 test matches. That means Caleb Clark needs to play most of those to get to the World Cup, to have enough experience to win those tight ones, you know? And so for me, it's, 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 it's a really difficult thing because we've just got this wealth of, of talent. But I would like to see us start settling, stop missing guys around. Um, 
And then, if, you know, all of a sudden, instead of sharing up the footy, you know, if you haven't played for four weeks because, you know, because you're, because you're the guy in your position has been playing better, and then you get a chance, man, that's going to be a huge day for you. You either step into that void or, or not. It's a good way to understand whether people can handle it or not as well. Uh, JK, on that, you know, you mentioned the midfield there. Um, it seemed to me t- towards the end of last year, um, with the with the All Blacks set up, they they wanted to have a twelve who could break the line or at least bend the line, particularly against the South Africans um, and against the French. Um, and but they had David Harvey in that position, who's not that kind of player. You know, when you want a howitzer and you've got a, you know, you've you've got a rapier basically. Um, do you do you think that, given that those those trials that they had um, over the end of season, that someone like uh, Thomas Umanga Jensen maybe come into the reckoning, uh, somebody that can bend the line in that twelve jersey? And do you think Harvey's time in the twelve might be under threat? I, I actually disagree with you, mate, because I don't think they want that anymore. Because they let Nani Laumapi go, mm. right? And Nani Laumapi was was our next Ma'anonu. Now, I think the mistake they, they made with Nani was they asked him to be something that he wasn't, and he lost a bit of confidence. You know, they wanted him to kick the ball. They wanted him to do some extra finesse stuff. You know, Ma didn't learn to kick the ball sort of till he was eight years in, but we didn't care because he'd run over back lines. Now, I think bending the line, I, I think we need to be very, very careful saying we want a rugby team that's going to beat this style of football. Why don't we just play a style of football where everyone goes, actually... Um, they have to play the way we want to play. Because I'm scared that we came out of the last World Cup saying, oh, we've got to try and beat the Northern Hemisphere side, you know. But I don't think it's a bend-the-line situation. I think it's dealing with slowing down of the ruck and um, that, in, in course, giving the defensive line too much time to then get off the line and put us under pressure. I think Roger Tuivasa-Shek can bend a defensive line just with his feet, you know. And I think Havili... Um, Anton Leonard-Brown would be able to get us over the advantage line. So I'm not so much worried about that. I just think we need to come up with a different strategy to beat Northern Hemisphere sides. Yeah, nice, JK, nice. Hey, listen, thanks very much for your time, uh, mate, today. It's uh, it's always good to chat code with you. Just before you go, uh, we do a thing here on the Rugby Run where Marshy picks his player of the uh, of the round, and people have to have to match it. They have to text her on double eight double three uh, to to win this uh, Domatech Cool Ice Icebox. If I was going to ask you who your player of this Super Rugby round was, who would it be? Oh, that's a really good call. Um, I'll actually go... Uh, Brad Webber, just because I thought that he was absolutely outstanding. Two meat pies yesterday, 100 games for his province. Um, just thought he was very, very good. Direct, you know, direct, um, direct mark up against another All Black incumbent, and I just thought he was outstanding. So, a uh, little bit of an emotional call by me, but I would give him, a, give it to him. Yeah, good stuff. Perifetta was pretty nice. good as well, to be fair. Yeah, Perifetta was very good. I think he injected himself into the back line beautifully a few times, didn't he? He did. He did indeed, mate. We, we won't hold you back from Cigars, Pizza and Grappa any longer, JK. Thanks very much for your time, mate. Go well. <laughs> I've got to go, in... go on the TV with Marshy tonight, so I might have to take it there. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds like that was a request from Marshy, actually, didn't it? Yeah, on reflection. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Go, go well, All JK. Right. Thanks, Thank mate. You, Cheers. Okay, see you. Bye-bye. 
Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91 91.